Welcome to The First 10 Years, a career podcast focused on learning from our past to propel us into the future. I'm your host, Danielle Doolin. I'm a communications professional, career and finance writer, and a career changer. But most importantly, I'm fascinated by work and how it fits into the bigger picture of life. I love to ask questions and want to know everything there is to know about how to have a successful and fulfilling career. On the first 10 years podcast, I'll reflect on my career journey thus far and invite other professionals and experts into the conversation so we can learn together how to turn the first 10 years of our career into a foundation for our ideal future. Hello, 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 and welcome to the first episode of the first 10 years podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Doolin, and I am so excited to be here with you and be on this journey with you. I have been considering starting a podcast for a long time. I've really wanted to maybe out of FOMO or just because it's a skill I don't know and I just really love getting my hands dirty and figuring things out, but I finally decided that it's time to do it. So I almost impulsively ordered a microphone off Amazon not too long ago and here we are. So. Thank you for tuning in and I'm so, I'm so happy you're here. So what is the first 10 years podcast? You've heard the intro leading up to this conversation and I just want to share a little bit more with you and what, what my thoughts are and why I really wanted to have this conversation now. So this past August, I hit my 10-year mark of joining the professional world. I graduated in May of 2013 with my master's degree in professional accountancy from the University of Albany, and I started my first official big girl full-time job that August. And it's really had me in my feels this summer as I came up on that 10 year mark and was like, where did the past 10 years go? Um, There's just so much growth and learning that's happened. And I'm in such a different place in my life, in my career now than I was 10 years ago. And I think there's so much to learn from that. And it really made me curious about other people's experience in their early career. So as I now close this chapter on the first 10 years and one might say head into my mid-career, whatever time frame that looks like, I don't know, 10 to 20 to 30 years, I don't know what point you enter your late career, I guess that depends when you retire, but as I am no longer a newbie at this, I've I've been working a full-time job for 10 years now um, and I have a few things I've taken away and that I've learned. And I'm excited to share those with you all. And I'm really excited to have conversations with other professionals and experts on their career experience and and their expertise that they've learned. So I plan to speak to people who maybe are still in those first 10 years. I think that'd be really fascinating to hear their experience. I'm excited to speak to people that are more seasoned in their careers and have so much wisdom and knowledge to share. But I think there's a lot that we can learn from each other as it relates to our career and how we can be our best and show up our best at work, which in my opinion goes hand in hand with how we show up in our personal lives. It is so interwoven, our work-life balance and 
what that integration looks like, I think now more than ever. But for me, work has always been a, a huge part of who I am and I get such fulfillment out of the work that I do and everything that I do every day when I, I go to my employer and sit down and, and work that standard eight to five job. I get so much joy out of that, which some people might not understand, but you might if you're listening to this podcast. But some people get that fulfillment from hobbies or from their families or relationships. And I definitely do get fulfillment there, but there is just something innate in me that's always loved work. And I've always been fascinated with careers and and how to be better and how to learn. I've been a continuous learner um, literally since I was a child. I remember when I was young, my sister and I, who's two years older, she is now a teacher and we always assume the role of teacher and student. And so since I've been four or five years old playing school with my sister, I've always been wanting to learn and I'm excited that this podcast is going to give me that avenue to to do that and continue learning. So for those of you who are tuning in, you may know a little bit about me from the internet, but if you don't, I'll share a little bit about who I am and why I feel like I am qualified to kind of insert myself into this career space. So I am by day communications professional. I work in corporate communications at a Fortune 500 automotive retailer. But for the past seven years, I have been a freelance writer. And that is really where my love of careers and finance really began to blossom. So I have written in publications like Fast Company, The Every Girl, The Every Mom, Career Contessa, Pop Sugar, Elite Daily. There's been so many places that I've been able to contribute to a platform and share my voice and expertise. And I'm excited to do that in a new way with podcasting. I have been a guest on one podcast and it was a really great experience. And I just love that I can bring you along on my stream of consciousness as I share what I've learned in this new way. So um, I'm really excited to be here. And another another thing that I think is important to, to bring to the conversation as it relates to me and my career journey, I, I'm so fascinated with these first 10 years of someone's career because I've had such a shift in my career and where I thought I would be and where I ended up and what that looks like. So I plan to have my guests walk me through their first 10 years. So it would only be fair to, to share the same with you about my experience. So I, when I was younger, I guess let's start out there. I always, if I had to say what I wanted to be when I grew up, I wanted to be famous, which sounds so silly, but I loved Lizzie McGuire. I loved Hilary Duff. I wanted to be the next Hilary Duff. I wanted to be friends with her. I wanted to be on Lizzie McGuire. I remember there was a contest that was held on like the back of a Lunchable, I think, where you could back in the day, I'm aging myself, but cut out the box and mail it in to 
have a chance to have a guest star on the show. And I begged my mom to, to let me do it. And she did. And I was just sitting there hoping and dreaming that I'd, I would get my call for the rest of my future, which obviously did not come. But I just had these, these dreams and ambitions that I was meant for something bigger and, and more. But as I obviously went throughout my schooling and, and my um, high school career, I was in a lot of advanced classes and um, advanced math classes. And I took an accounting class uh, senior year of high school. And I really liked that. And I always knew I wanted to go away to school to do business, which I know is really general, but I just always saw myself in that business world. I didn't see myself in a profession like teaching or healthcare or somewhere along those lines. I was like, I want to be, I had that stereotypical vision of that, that girl in the corner office with the pencil skirt and the jacket and the briefcase, like everything that you see in all of those movies. But that's kind of the vision that I had. And I didn't know what that job looked like, but I knew what I wanted it to, to feel like. So I went to school for, um, business when I first started out and then sophomore year came along and I had to officially declare a major. And I remember walking into a conversation with my academic advisor and I thought it was just going to be, okay, let's go pick your classes for the semester. And it turned into, you need to decide what you want to major in now, which is going to determine the rest of your professional career. So in hindsight, maybe I should have advocated for myself a little bit more, but I felt the pressure to make a, a call and the routes were, you can either go business and declare a minor in management or marketing or you can go in accounting and get a minor in business. And my thought process was, well, I could start in something more specialized and always backtrack into business, but I can't start in business and go into accounting. So I really enjoyed the couple classes that I already taken in accounting. And I was like, you know what, let's go that route. So I loved the absoluteness of it. I loved the defined path that came with accounting. I graduated with my four-year degree and it was very set that you graduate you secure an internship before you graduate for that summer you start the next fall your master's program which most places at least for me was a year of additional schooling and you go get your master's degree and then you graduate and you have a job lined up and you start at a big four public accounting firm so i loved how defined it was and how i could plan out the next five, 10 years of my, my life, because it was very set in stone and concrete what, what that path looks like. So I was very drawn to that. And it gave me some, I think stability as a new college grad coming out. I didn't have to wonder if I was going to have a job or where I was going to live. I just had everything laid out for me, which I really loved. So I started my career in upstate New York at a public accounting firm and i loved it it was a great experience great learning experience great company um i had the opportunity to relocate when they closed our small satellite office about a year into my career and i ended up moving down to charlotte north carolina where i'm currently at which i absolutely love um so i'm i'm really happy that it gave me the opportunity to kind of start my new life somewhere new and I was down here for a year doing the same work with different clients and it was just not it. It was a very different, very different culture. 
I just, it, it was so draining and exhausting and not at all what my first year had looked like. And I hit a point where I, I didn't want to do it anymore. And I was so unhappy and that's all I could kind of focus on. And at the time, back in 2014, it almost felt like that was not something people talked about as much that you are supposed to be happy at work or you could want to be happy at work. I was like, I, I can't see me living the next 40 years of my life miserable every day when I go to work. We were working busy seasons um, during that tax and audit time. So like January to April, I was working till one o'clock in the morning. It was just, it was terrible. And I hit this point and I was like, I just, I can't, I want to be happy. And I remember having conversations with friends and family and like, well, you have a good job at a good company. Like you should just stay, like, just stick it out. It's fine. But it just got to a point where it was harder to stay than it was to leave. So I had had conversations internally trying to see if there was something on the other side of the house in the operation space that I could move into. So like a recruiting role or staffing, something along those lines. And basically I had no street cred. I'd only been at that location for a year and they're like, we don't really know you. And if an opportunity would come up, it would probably go to somebody else. It was just paraphrasing from what the conversations were clearly not what they said, but, um, they're like, if you stick it out for a couple of years, maybe something will come along. And I was like, I cannot go through another busy season. So I took a leap and I left. I left my great job at a great company to figure out what comes next after your five-year plan falls apart. Um, so I ended up stepping into a recruiting role for accounting professionals at a recruiting agency. It was what felt like a, a good next step. So I had the ability to leverage my experience and my knowledge of what an accounting role would look like to help other companies find um, employees for for their needs. So I was there for about six months. Um, I learned very quickly that there is an element of sales because you're essentially selling people in recruiting and I am terrible at sales. I am not a salesy person. So um it was a great experience it was very different from what it looked like working in the more corporate professional environment but i was actually recruited out of my recruiting role to go work in an operations role at a, a regional accounting firm so something similar to kind of what i was looking at before i left my first role and i moved into that role and spent three years there but throughout this process as I'm trying to understand my career shifts and changes in my mentality towards work, I started writing. And it was actually someone at my, when I worked with at the um, recruiting agency who pointed out like, oh, you're actually really creative. And it's a muscle that I had not flexed in a really long time. I mean, there's not much creativity when it comes to accounting. You just, it is what it is. So I've always been creative growing up. I was always loved doing crafts and writing. And um, my mom was really crafty. We did a lot of that stuff growing up. So I always loved it. But I, I lost that piece of myself as I got older. And as I, I stuck to things that 
I felt like I should do and the more solid paths. So having someone kind of hold that mirror up to me was really interesting. And I started writing. So I was like, okay, well, let me write about, I know like accounting and careers, let me start there. And I, I, it doesn't exist anymore, but I published an article on LinkedIn back when LinkedIn articles first started. And it was this really terrible black and white photo of me, like in front of a whiteboard, but it was like, oh, I like this. Like, I remember thinking like, oh, this is, this is cool that I can share my, my expertise in this way. Like I do know some things, even though I'm still fairly new in my career. And so I just kind of, I just kept leaning into that. So I was like, I really like this writing thing. Let me just keep doing more of that. So I moved from the recruiting agency into a resource management role at a regional accounting firm and was there for three years. And it was a great experience. It was a great team, great company. Um, But most importantly, it gave me the headspace to pursue other things on the side. So this was before or like right around when the term side hustle was even coming about. But for me, it was just kind of, it started as a hobby. I wasn't getting paid for it. It was just something I enjoyed and I would write about my experience or what I was feeling at work or what I was encountering kind of lessons learned. And I would try to get them published on different sites. So a lot of like startups or um, some companies will have opportunities where you can submit articles to them. Um, you can pitch articles to them. And I just started doing that. And at the time was writing one article a month and it felt like that was monumental to take on in addition to my, my day job. And, um, over the years, it's gotten to the point where that's nothing. I could crank out a couple a week if I really, really wanted to, but, um, yeah, so it gave me that headspace to step more into that creative world and to, try other things. And the more that I started writing and creating content and doing those things on the side, the more I realized I wanted to full-time step into a, a creative role. And I knew that meant a big pay cut. I knew that meant starting from square one. At this point, I was, wow, I was probably 28 when I finally made that leap. Um, so for me, it felt like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm starting over. I'm completely starting from scratch. It felt a little wild, um, and insane to do that. But now in hindsight, I'm like, I was still so young. It would, it completely made sense that I did it. But, um, I started applying to any role that sounded remotely interesting in that space. So writers, content creators, content writers, um, communications, social media, and eventually had the opportunity to join a local um, social media and marketing agency in essentially an entry-level role. I took a huge pay cut, which for me at the time was a really, really big risk and a big change because I went to school for five years and I had a lot of student loans a lot of debt that was looming over my head. And I'm sure that's a conversation we'll get in another day. But um, I graduated with six figures of of student loan debt. So for me to leave a, a good paying job that was steady for something that was a lot more uncertain, a career path that was a lot more unpaved for me was really scary. But it just got to a point where I knew I had to to do something because I'm like the risk of of doing it is not as great as the risk of not doing it. So 
I stepped into this entry-level social media and marketing coordinator role at a, a local agency here in Charlotte and spent six months there. And while I love social media and I think it's, it's such a skill, it is very exhausting to be constantly on, to constantly creating content, especially for other people. It's not like you're creating stuff that you genuinely enjoy. I'm not creating career content or stuff about my life. You're creating stuff for other people. So it was a really good learning experience, but I knew it wasn't sustainable. I also knew at this point in my life, I was married. I knew at some point I wanted to start a family and there was there were no benefits because um, it was a local company. So I had to pay for those out of pocket. There was just a lot of um, a lot of things that wouldn't align with the life that I knew I wanted to build. So I knew I had to to get out at some point. So I'm like, hey, this is a stepping stone. This is great. Someone took a chance on me now. Now what? And I started kind of doing the same thing of just applying to other jobs that sounded remotely interesting that sounded like more of an opportunity where I could stay and really dig my teeth into and and create a career. And that's what landed me at my current role as a communications um, I was a communications specialist when I joined the company in 2019. I've since been promoted to communications manager, but I've really found this space that I, I love so much and I get to be creative and I get to write, but I also get to use strategy and, and build something. It was a very new function at the company when I started, and it's just been so exciting to, to be a part of, of the growth and and learn. And now that leads us to where we are today. Um, so throughout that whole process, once I started writing, I, I couldn't stop. And I I now coined myself as a career and finance writer. That's most of the content that I, I contribute to other platforms, the conversations that I join when I, I share articles or I interview other professionals for articles. And so now I have this good balance of a, a full-time job in a space that I love and also this this side work that I love so much. And it has just been, it's time. So now I, I, I am 10 years into my professional career. I went from an accounting graduate to a communications manager, which is a complete 180. It's a completely different side of the spectrum, but my path was absolutely perfect for me. And in hindsight, it it's so cool to see. It's, I think a lot of people have these stories. And when I was starting out in my career change, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to read these stories. It wasn't as prevalent and I think it existed, but maybe it wasn't in the spaces I was in. It wasn't as accessible online to, to hear about them and to learn about them. And if I had content like this, or I had people telling me that it's going to be okay. You're going to be able to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life. You're not ruining your life by leaving this good job. And that there's so much opportunity in trying new things and learning new things and that you will find what your happy place and work is. If you just keep finding what feels good to you, it would have been life-changing for me to have, have content like this and hear stories like this years ago. So I'm hoping that I can be that voice for other professionals who are looking to make a career change, who are still navigating those first 10 years and it feels really uncertain or they don't know what to do or they're learning how to become a manager for the first time or they're trying to learn how to pay off their debt or to start investing or how to land a promotion or um, 
just give feedback or just be better employees. There's so much that we learn in those first 10 years. And a lot of it is through experience. But if we can share our stories that we've learned with each other, then we can learn from each other and we can really use that past experience and knowledge to propel us into that future and that future career and the life that we want because work and life are so intertwined that you can't have one without the other. Most of us need to work and make that living and make that money to have the life that we want outside of work. And I believe that you can be happy at work and enjoy what you're doing. Every day might not be great. There's going to be, of course, things that are not great that you deal with, or there's going to be bad days. But overall, I think you can really enjoy what you're doing. And I want to help people make the best of their careers and their lives and really kind of lay that foundation in the first 10 years of their career so they can have everything that they want as they move into their mid-career or late career. We have so much that we can can learn from each other. And I'm sure at some point I will sit down and I will share more specific life lessons that I've learned throughout my career, throughout my first 10 years. Um, But we're just getting started on this journey. And I am so excited to be here with you and to invite you into this conversation. And thank you for being here. I cannot wait to see Um, with the next couple of episodes and what um, all of our guests have to say. So please stay tuned. I am so excited that you're here with me. I can't thank you enough if you, if you're still here listening and (laughs) are interested in my um, stream of consciousness that I just shared with you about my career, because I really do enjoy sharing my story. And I am just hoping that I can make an impact And if I can help one person get a little bit more clear in their career or feel more confident in their career and their career journey, then I've done my job and I would call this a success. So thank you again for being here. Um, You can follow us along the podcast on Instagram at the first 10 years podcast. You can shoot me an email at the first 10 years podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear what topics you're interested in, what guests you want to hear from, what questions do you have for me? Please, please reach out on email or DM me on Instagram. You can follow me on social at Danielle Doolin. And I'm so excited. I am just, I can't say it enough. This has been truly a dream come true that I get to be with here with you. So thank you for being on this ride. Talk soon.